everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 366. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And I apologize for the very late extended uh, start time. Um, evidently, I was doing a lot of work over the last couple of days, and it brought my system to a grinding halt. Um, yeah, sorry about that. But, had to restart, get things going, but we're up and running. You know how we do this. We end up usually catching up for, lo- for lost time anyway, so. <sighs> Christ on a stick. So. How is everybody tonight? <sighs> I, I know that feel all too well because I'm looking at the um the I'm looking at the, the meter of audition and it's like why is it so low? And I'm just like, Christ, don't do this shit to me. So going in, make some slight adjustments, so there we go. There we go. Uh perfect. My apologies for the fluctuation for the fluctuations in the volume in tonight's episode. It should be stabilized from this point on. <sighs> so we are live week of July 17th, 2018th here on the VOG Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Mark Chat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. Chat room is VOG, V-O-G. You can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOG Network, where there is an IRC link. If you click on that, Chatzilla will bring you into the chat room. You may get a pop-up asking for permission. Just say yes. Also on Live.VOGNetwork.com, there is a little link for, for our chat room, just in case if the chat there doesn't bring you in. There's also WebChat.GameSurge.net. And we're also on Discord. You can follow us there at VOGNetwork.com slash Discord. You click on the link, it'll bring you directly to our ch- to our channel, either through the browser or the uh, application. Either or, it's good stuff. We're going to have a great time. Oh, man. Uh, let me bring things up here. Let me make some adjustments on the volume so I don't blow anybody's ears out. Um, what is this? Oh, okay. Uh, I see. Thank you, Winamp. Thank you. All right. All right. So Ari, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, it's just been kind of a pain in the ass lately. Ari, is is something wrong with your microphone? No, it's right by my my mouth. You sound like you're in a and like in a hollow tunnel or something. Yeah, it sounds like you're using speakerphone on your phone. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm on my uh, normal headset. Adjust the the placement of the microphone. See what happens. Right, still by my mouth. Yeah, well, fuck it. We'll deal with it later. This is Anime Jam Session live radio. Nothing's perfect all the goddamn time, but we still roll with it and have a good time. <coughs> oh well, let's see. I had overtime on Friday, and I decided. My my friend said, "Yeah, you come over and use a pool if you want." So. You know, I was laying out in this pool for a little bit when, uh, you know, a whole bunch of our other friends and a 
<clears throat> acquaintances that said, hey, we're we're coming over too, and they were over as well. So mm. I was like, it was peaceful for, you know, a little bit. And uh, I ended up getting sunburned a bit on my, on my shoulders and my back. But my friends were, were very fun to point out that you didn't get burned where your hair was hanging. Mm. <laughs> well, now. Uh, let's see. Uh, right, saw Extreme Rules on Sunday night, and it was kind of meh. So I've heard. Oh, you haven't seen it either? No, uh, no. I, I, I'd rather not give them my money, so, you know. Yeah, I don't think we're really missing too much of anything. And it's just, you know, been business as usual at work. Mm, that's that. That's about it. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, good. Um, I start a new job in two weeks, so... Well, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Uh, same amount of hours, just different days, so... I'm going to be one tired, cranky bitch. <laughs> Not that that's any different than normal. But does it come with more money, though? Of course it comes with there more money. That's all that's that the, matters. That's the only reason why I'm putting up with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a longer commute. It's weird hours, but that's only because I have to leave earlier for my longer commute. But it's more money, and I don't have to deal with, you know, the public anymore. So, that's always good. Yeah, that's very good. It's just a matter of I'm going to be fucking exhausted, and yeah. I know what I feel. Yes, but you are able to survive off of five to six hours of sleep. Yeah. My ass is not. Five to six hours with some what the energy drink or three or some shit like that, you know? And a nap to and from work, yes. Yeah. Something like that, I suppose. <clears throat> yes, well, I don't get that option since I drive. I know, I understand. Yeah, I need a lot of sleep, too. Well, my weekend day has been interesting. Well, besides the uh, the party we all we kind of went to over the weekend, that was fun stuff. Uh, let's see what else. I'm starting. I'm realizing that Otakon is in three weeks, so I will be getting my cosplays together for that, and probably by next week, I'll have my list together. And I'm look. And I looked at the um, the programming. It was kind of meh, but. We shall see. And also, I have been, been catching up with Double Dare and Mako-chan. Mm. You would have loved yesterday's episode. Oh, really? Yes, really. Okay, what was yesterday's episode? It was a regular episode of Double Dare, but they had a, they had a special guest on there. Very no. very popular comedian. And I'll, okay. give, I'll give you one hint. Because you, okay. He's kind of fluffy. 
Dude, Gabrielle. Yes. <laughs> he he helped the kids uh, with the physical challenge. He helped the kids with a physical challenge. Yes. All right. And he made a joke. He says, "Getting up after forty is a physical challenge." <laughs> mm. <laughs> I kind of know that feeling. But anywho, but basically we'll, a big kid anyway. Yeah. No, the best part was when Mark when Mark Summers hit him with a with a creep with a pie. <laughs> That was cool. Um, also, I am hoping to find out by the end of this week if a friend of mine is going to take this table off my hands. Because if not, table is going bye-bye. I'm going to re reorganize stuff in my room and finally get that new um, futon bed that I want. So. And nice. Also, and also, I've been kind of browsing the Amazon deals. So I picked up a couple things. So... And I understand. Yeah, I, I picked up a few things for myself. And you know what? I understand people are like, you know, you shouldn't shop because of the union, because of their union busting and all this shit. I used to be a union worker. I get it. But you know what? If I'm going, if I, if, if I buy today and I save $30, I save $30. Plain and simple. I know it's a I don't have any money, so I couldn't partake. Yep, I technically don't have any money, money either. It's all on credit card. Mm. <laughs> that all I get right. to slowly pay off. I... I don't have any real credit cards. Oh my god. Fucking fuck. The microphone I've been kind of waiting for is actually on sale. And I'm just like... The sale ends in like five hours. I'm just like... Should I? Should I? All of the sales are ending in like five hours. I know. I'm just going to leave this page open and I will decide by the end of the night if I'm going to pull the trigger on this. Because Jesus Christ, this thing is like half price. Already on a lower price, you know? Shit. So, <sighs> we will see. Uh, Alright, so... Again, sorry about the delay in tonight's show. Everything is up and running. Everything is fixed. One of the goals for next year, um, I will be rebuilding the studio PC, which is my PC, to a newer Ryzen build with more memory and so forth. Something I want to do with this existing machine, but the cost is too high. And I'm, and I'm like, if I'm going to spend that much on memory for this machine, I might as well build a brand new, do a brand new build and turn this, the old parts into something else. Well, we'll see. Anywho... We're going to go ahead and take our first break and when we get back, we're going to we're going to plow right through all of the news and so forth. So, yeah. Um we'll be back.
Normally, when we run late, we usually catch up for lost time as we go through the articles. But given what the first one is, uh, we might be running late. But I will make this as plain and simple as possible. And this, this was, you could kind of say this was the shot that was heard around the world and then some. New York Comic Con and AX have joined forces to debut Anime Fest at New York Comic Con Cross Anime Expo event. Now, they're calling it Anime Fest at NYCC Cross Anime Expo. First of all, that's the dumbest name I have ever heard in my entire life. Alright, it's not the dumbest, it's one of the dumbest. Basically, this event will have Japanese guests and other New York otaku. And now that I hear that, um, I kind of wish I had trademarked New York Otaku when I had a chance. That way I can be like, uh, no, that belongs to me. Pay me. Anyhow. <laughs> uh, side note of trivia. I used to run a Yahoo mailing list called NYO Cosplay. And NYO stood for New York Otaku. Anyhow. There's going to be autograph signing. An artist. Basically, it's an anime convention, a four-day anime con. At Pier 94. Pier 94 is where Wizard World Big Apple used to be before it got sold and it became back to Big Apple Comic Con being held across the street from the uh, Penn Station. Now, most people are saying this is a slap in the face of Anime NYC. Now, for those of you who don't know, the people that run Anime NYC also run Awesome Con. But they used to work for Reed, and they helped form New York Comic Con and New York Anime Festival. Maybe that's their way of going after the little guy. Pretty much, the New York City cosplay, anime, otaku community is basically saying, uh, New York Comic Con, you can kiss our asses because we're not going. But I know a few people that are going. I will silently judge you, but that's okay. Now, here's the thing. If you have a, a fan verified account, you can get a discounted ticket, a discounted rate. For fr now, I want you to understand the pricing on this shit. Thursday and Friday, tickets are $15. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Ticket for Saturday is $20. Makes sense, right? How much do you think Sunday tickets are? 30? Nope, 20. And ticket for Sunday Kids, 10 bucks. Now, if you are not fan verified, the tickets are $5 more. 
20, 20, 25, 25. Someone explain to me why is a Sunday ticket just as expensive as a Saturday ticket? A sun- Sunday has the similar traffic to Friday. That makes no goddamn sense to me. None. Ugh. It's like they're just more concerned with getting the, uh, the name New York Anime Fest. Something like that. Evidently, a- Anime Expo did not learn their lesson the first time when they, when they tried AXNY back in 2002. I should know. I was there. The way they ran that con just turned me off to ever wanting to go to AX unless there is a guest I really want to see and there's only one person I would ever travel to that con for and that's Rumiko Takahashi. That's it. That's it. That's the only reason I'd ever go. I'd go get my autograph and come back home. I might bring a cosplay. That's it. Done. Now, originally, if you go back to 2007, we used to have New York Anime Festival, which was in December. Eventually, it kind of folded upon similar weekends as New York Comic Con, and it folded into it. And then it became New York Comic Con. So, Jesus, fuck, you know... Uh, and here's the thing. I actually thought it was going to be a different weekend. So basically, Read Pop is moving all the anime stuff and putting it 20 blocks away on a pier. Are they hoping that the pier collapses into the end of the sea or something? God, I hope not. I wouldn't put it past him at this point. But it's going to be a schlep to get over there. What I'm saying is, I, I know this area. You can either get over there by, by Lyft Uber. You can take a bus. Or you can take a subway and a bus. Because there's no really direct unless you are driving. And I think this is absolutely absurd. The fandom around here are screaming that this is a cheap shot at Anime NYC. Mind you, there are anime fans who do not live in this area who are going who have no idea what the fuck's going on now upon hearing this anime nyc actually commented that's uh, on sunday they posted a picture of boruto side-eyeing like a motherfucker nothing was said it was just the animated gif and everybody got the gist of it now sometime later which was yesterday peter tatara Actually, the event director for Anime NYC actually made a comment in regards to this. And like I said, he was one of the people to help form New York Anime Festival. I've known this guy for at least 10 years. He's a good, he's a good outstanding guy. Love this dude. All right. So here's the thing. This is what he said. Hi, my name is Peter Tatar. I live in New York City. I love anime and I created Anime NYC. Over the weekend, NYCC and AX announced they'll be doing an event together. Yep. Blase, blase. I want to take a minute to comment publicly. I've been in love with anime since first catching Vampire Hunter D and Ronin Warriors way too early on TV. I started anime clubs in high school and college. I worked for Central Park Media. Ten years ago, I oversaw the guests at the original New York Anime Festival. Now, I work with a team of fellow fans to bring Anime NYC to life. Being able to put together Anime NYC for you is a dream come true. When Anime NYC launched last year, it was something special that we all made together. It was a community board of 20,000 fans. 
tremendous anime support, and guests from America and Japan. We get a lot of attention around New York City, across the country, and as far away as Tokyo. It seems that we got NYCC and AX's attention, and I'm pretty shocked about this event. But I'm not going to comment on their motives. They're plain to see. Instead, I'm going to comment on what this means for Anime NYC. Nothing at all. Anime NYC's goals remain the same. We created a large, dedicated anime convention in New York City, made something to support the industry, and built a festival focused on its fans. Because of all of your support, we have doubled the space last year, an entire new wing of panel rooms, a brand new 3,000 seat main stage, bigger guests, huge premieres, and absolutely massive concerts. I'm very excited by everything we've been building, and I can't wait for you to be excited too. I couldn't believe the support we received last year, and I couldn't be more proud of the support when Anime Fest at NYCCX Anime Expo was announced as well. I've read those thousands of posts, tweets, and emails, and I want, you, and I want to say thank you. Generally, honestly, thank you. It means everything to know how much Anime NYC means to all of you, and I want you to know we're not going away. ANYC was created by the anime fans, for anime fans, and for the anime industry, and NYCC and AX don't change this. We're continuing this forward to create the best, most authentic, heartfelt celebration of New York's anime and manga community we can. Look for exciting announcements from Anime NYC in the next few weeks, and I'll see you in November. Peter Tatar, Event Director, Anime NYC. That was an amazing uh, comment. Now, I know a lot of people in this area saying they're not going to go. They're going to go. Fuck it. They're going to go check it out and see it for what it is. And if they decide to keep going, that's fine. I'm just not the type of person to schlep between two locations like that. that. That's just me. I will unfortunately be missing Anime NYC this year because I'll, me and, and um, Ari, we will be at a different convention, AAC, because of a promise that we made to, um, actually to a promise I made to a friend, but to friends in the New England uh, cosplay community. That's fine. And I love that, and I respect that. I will be following Anime NYC. Uh, Anime Jam Session will probably will have a team going to cover, which will be great. I am looking forward to, to seeing what they're going to be laying out. I just don't want this to turn into like a like a fight or something like that. Because there is, this reminds me of when Ted Turner bought WCW. And he calls up Vince and says, I bought a wrestling company. And Guess what, Ted? Vince, I'm in a wrestling business. Yep. And, and he says, that's very nice, Ted. I'm in the entertainment business. That's basically what it's going to come down to. You're going to be seeing, I, this is going to be um, WCW, Anime NYC is going to be WWE. And we all know what happened in the end. So, and I'm leaving it at that. So, if you do decide to go to the con, we definitely want to hear from you. So, drop us a line at uh, podcast at Anime Jam Session or AnimeJamSession.com. There's a contact us page. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, all the good stuff. All right. Now that we got that out the way, uh, Ari, what's going on with Attack on Titan? Uh, well, let's see. <clears throat> the official Facebook page for Adult Swim's Toonami Block announced on Monday that will air the third season of Attack on Titan beginning August 18th. The new season will premiere in Japan on July 22nd at 2435, or effectively Ju July 23rd at 1245am on NHK. It will air on a <clears throat> the show air at 2550 in the Kansai region. Funimation has acquired the 
the home entertainment, video on demand, and broadcast rights in the series in the U.S., Canada, U.K., Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand. Crunchyroll, Funimation, and Hulu will stream the series as it airs, and Funimation will stream an English dub. This a season already had its world premiere Anime Expo on July 8th, and Funimation screened the first episode with both English and with both English subtitles and the English dub in the United States and Canada. Recurrent staff members at WIT Studio include Chief Director Tetsuro Araki, Director Masashi Koizuka, Script Supervisor Yasuko Kobayashi, Character Design Kyoji Asano, Assistant Director Hiroyuki Tanaka, Chief Animation Directors Kyoji Asano and Satoshi Kadowaki, and, comp- and composer Hiroyuki Sawano, among others. And X Japan and Hyde are performing the opening theme song. I have to catch up with season two. Oh, yeah. Maybe they'll. They, you just know they'll, like, marathon at least part of either season one or two at some point to, you know, get back into the swing of it. They might, I guess. Yeah. Alright, so what else is next? Uh, what's up with the Attack on Titan detergent? Attack on Titan what? Detergent. That's you too. Yeah. I, I know, I'm just trying to... Um, Attack on Titan detergent campaign aims for laundry with no regrets. What? <clears throat> Clean Freak Levi has no tolerance for messy survey corps members, and that includes making sure your shirts are properly starched and crispy white. His dedication to cleanliness makes him the perfect salesperson for Cow's Attack brand laundry detergent. Aaron, Armin, Mikasa, and the rest of the crew would appear in a redubbed ad for the campaign titled Well for Laundry with No Regrets. Mm. Well, <clears throat> the, the title is a reference to Levi's prequel manga Attack on Titan No Regrets. And Aaron and the other military recruits are having their first development meeting and choose a Levi at She's a Levi design with no regrets for the campaign's detergent bottle. Aaron passionately argues that she used the A design that would show Levi folding clothes with the look of a mother. However, it seems most of all soldiers are more inclined towards B design that would show Levi measuring detergent with a pointed look. Aaron's arguments apparently fall on deaf ears and he storms out. Outside, Armin tells Aaron he wants to vote for the A design, but Wakasa reveals she plans to vote for the B design. The campaign is hosting a Twitter poll to decide whether the collaborative detergent should apply the A or B design. People who like the A design can retweet the campaign tweet, and people who like the B design can like the tweet in order to vote. Voting period opened on Monday and will close on July 20th. The B design is, as of now, currently in the lead. The results will be announced at the end of the month, followed by the collaborative illustration in mid-August. And... Wow, they're taking this just way too goddamn seriously. Well, you know, that's all I gotta say. And I posted a copy of the link into the chat, which uh, shows a video clip of the uh, commercial. Okay. I'm sorry, this, this feels like it should be a Strange News from Japan article. Really? I mean, we've covered similar t- topics before. Just saying, you know. 
I mean, uh, in a way, this is no different from um, like other collabs and stuff that we've uh, that we've talked about. I just, I, I don't know. I just thought it was weird, is all. Mm. Maybe I'm just crazy. Aren't we all? Anywho. Anywho, speaking of collaborations. Yep, the, the hits keep on coming, you know? <clears throat> so, yeah, there is going to be a One Piece Food Wars spin-off manga. Why? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, so it's going to be called uh, Shukugeki no Sanji. It's a one-shot manga crossing over One Piece and Food Wars. And it's going to be in the next issue of Weekly Shonen Jump. Uh, the creators basically decided that they were just going to, you know, do it. Um, that it's a perfect kind of idea for Sanji. Uh, food battles and disrobing. So, yeah, um, it's actually going to help mark the 21st anniversary of One Piece. My God. Yeah, and it's not even over. 21 freaking years of One Piece, and it probably has a good eight to seven, eight to nine years left. Yeah. Oh, fuck me, this is making me feel old. Yeah, so... I mean, I'm actually interested in it. Um, I'm not really a fan of One Piece. I think the story is just overly bloated. And they're not the real pirates. They're trash. I'm sorry. If you want real pirates, go look at Captain Hawk and Queen Emeraldus. Thank you. He's well, not wrong. No, but... I, I do enjoy the characters. The characters are fun. Um, at least some of them. Some of them are very blah. Uh, very kind of just there for, you know, either comic relief and it's not even good comic relief. But that's supposed to be the joke is it's not good comic relief for the comic oh. relief, which is dumb as fuck. Um, but yeah, so I'm actually looking forward to it. I do like the character of Sanji. Uh, I like Food Wars. So I'm amused to see how they would do the crossover in the first place. And next up on the collaborations. So we've had cutesy, you know, things team up with Sanrio. We've had, you know, anime team up with various things of Sanrio, like Cardcaptor Sakura, Full Metal Alchemist, and Yuri on Ice. The latest anime to collaborate with Sanrio is fucking Pop Team Epic. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, so it is for Comiket, which is, you know, the huge holy shit anime convention in Japan. 
And so, yeah, they're having, it it looks like it's going to basically be t-shirts and maybe a bag or two. Um, They're going to be sold at uh, Takeshobo's booth at Kamaket next month. The t-shirt is going to include uh, little twin stars holding Papuko back from attacking the Takeshobo building which is a running gag in Pop Team Epic. Uh, Popoko cosplaying as My Melody with uh, Kurimi. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there's, yeah, so there's um, Popoko cosplaying as My Melody with Kurimi and a shirt of Pipimi cosplaying as Kurimi with My Melody. They're fucking crazy. You think? Um, this has got to be one of the weirdest collaboration combinations I've seen. But, you know, Pop Team Epic is that new show that everybody loves and merch is flying off the shelves. So I'm kind of not surprised. That's that new crack, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah. That's, and it's crazy yeah. as fuck. It's the new, it's new crack, you know? Instead of Coke too, this is new crack. Um, I, I am kind it of... It tastes like heroin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am kind of surprised with the characters that the collaboration is, you know, teaming them up with. I would see them more with some of the, you know, more out there characters. They do have some, you know, some rock metal grunge kind of characters. They do have some bad guy characters. Uh, for the... You know, the sweet characters to be the ones that are the mix in this collaboration is a little weird. That's putting it lightly. And yet, par for the course for Pop Team Epic. Yeah, and the official collaboration website actually includes an apology. (laughs) (laughs) We're not sorry. (laughs) Basically saying, yeah, uh... Thank you, but I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's like yeah. telling a joke that'll punch your ticket to hell, and you you still laugh at it anyway. Yeah, pretty much. <sighs> That's all I have to say is. <sighs> You know, that's all I gotta say is, you know, and anywho, let's talk about Cowboy Bebop for a second. I think it was about maybe about 10, 11 years ago, it was released in theaters, and I went to go see it, and it was really cool. But now that Funimation has the rights to Cowboy Bebop, they're going to re-release the film in U.S. theaters. And it's going to be in a month, August 15th and the 16th. And for those of you who are wondering why is those dates familiar, it's the week after Otakon, or for some, two days before Liberty City and or FlameCon. There's going to be an English um, dub and an English subtitle on various days. 
The 15th, they'll be having the English subtitled version. And on the 16th, it'll be the English dubbed version. The description of the film is as follows. Caught up in a world of dreams, lost in the cruelty of reality, what should have been an easy bounty turns into a biological war after a terrorist gets a hold of a deadly virus. Drawn in by the pretty price on the mastermind's head, Spike and the Bebop crew are ready to collect a much-needed reward. Unfortunately, the gang's about to find themselves in more trouble than, than money when the terrorist threatens to unleash the virus on Halloween, effectively killing everyone on Mars. With little time and leads that seem to be more dreamy than helpful, they'll have to use their own bag of tricks to stop a dangerous plot. Yeah, so it was like closer to 15 years ago. Uh, it, the film opened up in Japan in 2001, and it was screened here 2002-2003. The movie is available on DVD, and has been released several times. I think I actually have it on my shelf. If not, I will definitely pick it up. And I think one of the reasons why they're doing this is because um, Cowboy Bebop celebrates its 20th anniversary this year. There will be a 20th anniversary collector's edition for the series available. Thankfully, I got the collector's edition that came out like two, three years ago. We got it autographed. It was amazing. This year at New York Comic Con, they will be hosting character designer Toshihiro Kawamoto, screenwriter Keiko Nobumoto, and mechanical designer Kimitoshi Yamane as guests. The guests will appear as 20th anniversary retrospective for the anime. And I do wonder... Because of this big announcement of AX at NYCC, I wonder if they're going to make a change where the, the guests are going to be at that event instead. Quite interesting. Very interesting. I will say, uh, Cowboy Bebop knocking on Heaven's Door, it was a good film. It was really good. And I think it takes place between episodes 23 and 24 or 24 and 25. And if we go into the chat room at live.bugnetwork.com, um, Shreddy1488 thinks I'm broken. Uh, no, I'm not broken. I'm already damaged. You can't break something that's already damaged. Dark Tetsuya. Well, you can utterly destroy it, I uh, guess. Yeah. Dark Tetsuya says, I think the story killed the show. Uh, no, 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 no. Given half the stuff that we talk about strange news in Japan, that hasn't broken the show yet. It's broken the people on the show, but not the show itself. And I have to say, this is a great song. I'm going to have to listen to the soundtrack going to work tomorrow. If I remember to put it on my phone. Who's dinging? Uh, that was my phone over there. I have to put it in the... I have to put it on... I have to, I have to charge it at some point. Alright, before you do that, tell us about, this, about the latest issue with Pokemon. Oh, boy. So there's an episode of Sun and Moon that's being uh, excised from American Airways, and not just because it sucks. Apparently, the, it's an episode that features uh, Passimian, which is a a, a fighting-type Pokemon that kind of looks like a monkey. Uh, with, like, white and black fur all over and, like, green highlights. <clears throat> and in the episode, Ash befriends a Passimian, insisted in a contest to determine the leader of a Passimian pack. As part of the process, 
Ash dresses up like one of the creatures, including his, including painting his face to match their dark gray facial coloring. And people immediately cried blackface. Yeah. And then someone also points out that Ash dressed up as what is basically an actual, you know, primate. Which is different than, you know, dressing up like a person. He's not, you know, his face isn't, you know, jet black and he's got, you know, lips that are th thicker yeah, than but, his... But, but, thicker. I, but I understand why, because... Any reason to point blackface, it'll happen. If anything, wouldn't surprise me. This episode is on the de on 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 the box set when it comes out. Let's see. It's it's uh, let's see. It's it's broadcast on Dix uh, Pokemon Sun Moves broadcast on Disney XD, and it's not surprising that the family oriented organization would be extremely adverse to anything that could be construed as remote, the offensive, or controversial. At the same time, a number of, number of vocal fans are quick to criticize the decision, calling it ridiculous to point someone painting their face to resemble a Pokemon, and someone painting their face to characterize they characterize a human ethnic group. Yeah. It's currently uh, it's currently unknown whether the episode will be scrubbed from the English continuity entirety, or whether it will be included in a later date and visually edited for. I mean, why I, can't, why can't from, I go back to... From what I've heard, the story has nothing to do with, you know, the actual plot of the anime, so there actually is no reason to bring it over. Mm -hmm. So it's filler. Yeah. Yeah. But they're also doing it just in case mm -hmm. people claim blackface. I mean, I, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Oh, no, I get it. Mm. But at the same time, it's... He's literally dressing up as the Pokemon right next to him. Mm -hmm. It's not like he's dressing up as this, you know, monkey Pokemon in order to do something completely different. He's literally dressing up as this Pokemon to you know, kind of be with these Pokemon and not scare the shit out of them. Permission to rant real quick. Go ahead. Whatever. Go for it. The problem with the... See, the problem with this... It, it, I don't see the problem with... The issue is if this episode airs, we're going to get a bunch of butthurt, right-wing, black cosplayers bitching and moaning about how fucked up and how offensive this shit is. And you can't talk sense into them. You can't. They're going to bitch, moan, and whatever till the episode is pulled. That's what it, that's the main thing is. Because regardless, because when it comes to blackface, people have forgotten what the actual definition is. And nine out of ten things that the that these hoity-toity blurred cosplayers say that's blackface, it's not. If they were to look and understand and see, it's not. But any any reason. That's what it is. They just want to avoid the controversy altogether. And what TPCI should do is put that episode on DVD as part of the box set or part of Netflix as part of the home video distribution release. Done. 
I said my piece. And honestly, I don't care who I offend by that. I stand by what I just said. Anyhow. Marco, why don't you finish the show with something awesome? And much okay. more uplifting than what we just witnessed. So, yeah, sorry. Okay. Um, so, the Japanese kind of set of Disney music, uh, it's a set called Disney Princes of Voice. The series is returning with new recordings. So, it's going to be Disney songs done by Japanese voice actors. There have been, uh, as of right now, uh, four in the series. The fifth one will be this new one shipping out September 19th. The songs will include I Want to Be Like You from The Jungle Book, A Whole New World from Aladdin, and on and on and on and on. Um, some of the voice actors, uh, Kaito Ishikawa, Yuto Umura, uh, Kensho Ona, uh, Waturo Hatano, and uh, a bunch of other ones. And then they will all be collaborating to do the Mickey Mouse March from the Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, the first live concert event for this particular thing is going to be held in Chiba on June 9th of next year. The event will be split into afternoon and evening sessions, and all 12 voice actors contributing to the CD will perform. Uh, the CD release will include, include a serial code for fans to enter an advanced ticket lottery for a chance to attend the event. So, yeah. Um, and then if you're, you know, wondering what some of these uh, voice actors have done. Um, let's see. Uh, Kaito Ishikawa, who's going to sing I Want to Be Like You, has done some video games, has done some anime. Uh, he's Nero in Devil May Cry. He's... Uh, done some various uh let's see uh he was uh extra ryan stoker on black butler um he's attack on titan lost girls lou uh trying to go through and see what else he's done he's done a lot of crap mm. um high school D, and then you go on to Let's see. Uh, Kensho Ona, When She Loved Me from Story, uh, Toy Story 2. He's actually the voice actor for Harry Potter in the Harry Potter films in Japan. He's uh, Raichi Tokidori in Ace of Diamonds. He's, uh, let's see. He's done some Pokemon. He's done some Precure. But yeah, so it's not like these are no-name voice actors. These are, you know, very much working voice actors mm -hmm. that are doing this. So if that is one of your things and you enjoy following voice actors, this is something for you. I 
I think we have a few fans out there that that are. But I like how they're all dressed. It's like Idol Master meets Love Live, and I didn't know there was a female chipmunk either. <laughs> Anyhow, I, I I think we are done. We hit the bottom. Yes, we have. Oh, by the way, I ended up buying that microphone. <laughs> I nice. Uh, only reasons because. I've been using my card, and I have, and I get five percent back on all purchases. I saved up about twenty three dollars, so I just put twenty dollars towards it, and I'm like, that's not a bad price at that at that price point. It wasn't so bad. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase "wall." I just kind of wish I had saw it earlier. Like I had made one purchase to all, but it is what it is. And knowing that um, the monkeys at Amazon, they'll figure out, oh, this is all going together. So, Yeah, some of mine have already been combined. That's good. All right, let's get to the part of the show that everybody loves. Strange news from Japan. Everybody loves it because they're weird. Oh, just, just so you Everyone know, loves it just because they like to see our reactions. Just so you know, you broke Wild Spice last week. Which one broke her? I didn't think any of them would break anybody. Uncle Nipple. Oh, God. And okay, yeah, so maybe... That broke her. I'm not sorry. We know that. <laughs> I think I'm going to take the first arc. Can I have the last one then? Sure. This sounds like shit people I know that would do. Christ. Man arrested for pretending to be blind so that he could grope a woman's chest in Tokyo. Oh, God damn it. On the afternoon of February 28th, a 26-year-old woman was working her shift in the cosmetics section of a department store in Tokyo's Chuo Ward. Around 1.50, a man in his early 30s approached her, squinting and walking with hesitant steps. I can't see, he informed her, asking for assistance in locating the restroom. Restroom guidance isn't generally something that's included with the responsibilities of a makeup salesperson, but this being Japan, where excellent customer service is always something to strive for. The woman agreed to lead the man to the men's room. Before arriving, though, he tumbled to the ground, and when the woman crouched down to help him up, however, he grabbed and fondled her chest and then made a quick escape. The police were contacted, and while looking through the store's security videos, they found footage of a man navigating the shop's walkways with ease, leading to believe that he was merely pretending to be visually impaired and his stumbling had been a willful action. Based on the video evidence on July 9th, police officers in Kanagawa arrested Yo Yosuke Mizokami, a resident of the city of Hadano. The 33-year-old Mizokami, who has no significant vision problems, admitted to the man being in the February 28th groping. And investigators are also looking into whether or not he was involved in multiple other cases of saleswomen being groped by a man who have claimed to be blind, which occurred in Tokyo and Kanagawa. In the security footage taken on February 28th, 
Mizukami can be seen not only walking about the store with no problem, but visibly checking out the female staff before choosing his target. That's that's what you call a pretty poor technique for someone who's planning to who's planning to pretend to be blind. But it sounds as healthy as his eyes may be, he's got some serious mental problems. <sighs> Been there with some people. Yeah, yeah, think. All right, Mako. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Madame Tussaud. You know, they do the uh, fun kind of, you know, wax museum stuff. So, in Tokyo, they're offering free haircuts. So you can go into um, the Peace Barber, which is going to be, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, them. And for one day, you can get a free haircut. The only problem is the free haircut that they are going to be giving away is going to be Kim Jong-un's haircut. Oh, so it's a nope shop. Mm. So, this can be done on July 16th. It's not actually going to be held in the museum. It's going to be a dedicated pop-up shop in a space in Shibuya. But if you go there, you'll actually be able to see a wax figure of Donald Trump joined by uh, six other celebrities from Japan and abroad. Uh, one of them, it looks like it's going to be Lady Gaga. Uh, looks like... I can't really see. It's kind of blurry. Um, Benedict Cumbersnatch. No! <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, just because they've got the I think figures one of these there... Guys might, I think one of these guys might be Johnny Depp. Yeah, I think that's what the first one is. I can't... Like, it's it's really, really blurry. Um, but yeah, so Donald Trump will actually be sitting there on his phone tweeting. So yeah, so you'll be able to get your haircut and then get your picture taken with your haircut with the wax figure of President Trump. Uh... Some of the comments, um, too bad they don't offer Trump hair as well. Can I get back my hair afterward? But I'm bald. Um, I wouldn't put my own body up as a gag. Uh, might as well not like women are flocking to me anyway. So, yeah. If you guys want to, it will be July 16th, which is, you know, yesterday. Sorry about that. But, quite frankly, I don't think any of you really want to do that anyway. Mm 
I finish off with some lighter uh, fare here. Do it. A private onsen bath with a karaoke machine is two Japan's best things with zero embarrassment. <clears throat> so let's see. There's an option that lets you have your geothermically heated cake and eat it too. Kashi. The Kashi. Kashiki. Kashikiri Kashi Onsen. I don't know what the fuck my brain is doing just there. Kashikiri Onsen, where you or your group, typically couples or a family, have a private hot spring bath all yourselves. If you're going to the Kashikiri Onsen route, I recommend choosing one that lets you indulge in karaoke. Uh, there's this one in uh, Unprecedented Combination, Shosenkaku, Shosh, Shosh, a Ryokan in Nagano City. It's a Japanese name. Copy. Looks like any other rustic rooker from the outside and has the uh, karaoke private bath. As one of the employees showed us, the inn's private bath features a karaoke machine. A lot of onsen resorts have karaoke lounges on their premises, but this is the first hot spring. They, the writer has seen where you can belt out a tune while you're taking a soak. So they, you know, signed up for it. You know, separate changing room, karaoke machine inside, position, position so that you can. You know, see the lyrics on the glass separating the two rooms. Uh, let's see. It doesn't support a remote control, so you want to put a couple songs before hopping in the tub. And the opening of notes of the first selection came from the high-quality speakers mounted on the walls. It looks like some mildew up there, but okay. <clears throat> and apparently the echo from singing in the shower makes it feel like a pop star in a recording booth. And the large venue with the Shosenkaku's Kashikiri bath makes it feel like you're falling on a full-on concert hall. I wouldn't go that far, but okay. I wasn't there. Used by groups and maximum capacity of the karaoke bath is six people. Whereas both, in, whereas most inns charge a supplementary fee for their Kashikiris, it's free for guests staying at the hotel, which has an English website, by the way. The karaoke bath is also available with to non-guests for 2,000 yen or about 18 bucks for the hour. So whether you're staying tonight and not going to or just passing through, it's a great place. It's a great place to relax and soothe your travel-weary muscles to a soundtrack of your own liking. Mm. Well, now who wants to go? We all know Mako's already booked her trip, and she she she's leaving tomorrow. Yeah, I wish. Because you, because you know that's the type of that's the type of karaoke for you. You know that. Yeah, I wish. No, I'm just saying. No, so am I. Mm. I wish. Ah, okay. Couldn't tell with the sarcasm. No, no sarcasm. <laughs> Vacation. Ah, I want to go. There you go. Alright. I don't think the damage was that bad, so we're gonna take our final break and wrap shit up and make the best of this. So Yeah. We'll be back.
We made it through yet another episode of this show, despite the hiccups and bang-ups and chaos. We kind of made it and put it together. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Um, I'm gonna get through this quickly because the other hosts do have to go. Whereas I'm still gonna be awake for another couple of hours. So, if you like the show, tell a friend. Then turn around, tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, if you have any questions about the show. You can drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post links to our convention videos, cosplay uh, photos, our podcast, anime reviews, 
cosplay uh, tips and tutorials, anime reviews, editorials, and all the other cool stuff. That's AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget you can follow our podcast on various sites. Um, iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, the VOG Network Forums, and also Player FM. I just realized that. Special thanks to Wild Spice for pointing that out, that our show is now on Player FM. So swing by and check, it, check us out there. You can also find us on social media and support us there. Uh, YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Thank you for everyone who loves and supports us and spreads a good word. We couldn't do the show without y'all. And don't forget to find us back here on Vogue Network twice a week, live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. with a pre-show at 9.15. And our encore presentation Thursdays at 2. So we're going around the room. Last words, Mako. I'm very tired, but I also just cleaned out my Dropbox. Last words, Ari. I just want to go to bed. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> my last words is, I picked up Borderlands, the handsome collection, for 15 bucks at Target because I price matched it. But that is it. End of list. We're going to get up on out of here. Yeah, it's getting about that time, so, you know. So, I'm Ronma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. All right, that's it. We out of here. See you in two and two. Production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!